Welcome to Optional Opinion here on the Anonymous Radio Network. I'm your host, ADB. Thank you guys for tuning in. Wow, it's been a while since I have recorded. Uh, but I want to thank everyone who has been listening to the podcast. Um, and also, Merry Christmas to everybody. Um, happy holidays. I know uh, uh, Hanukkah passed, so happy Hanukkah uh, to those who celebrated. I think this Saturday, December 26th, is going to be Kwanzaa. So, uh, wishing everybody a happy Kwanzaa for those who celebrated. Uh, work has been busy, so it has been taking up a lot of my time. Um, but I do got a great episode uh, for you guys, which is actually going to be just um, more of a random show, um, talking about just random themes and random topics, um, just giving my opinion about them. Um, really not that many options because um, pretty much uh, stuff has been done. So it, it's going to be uh, actually a really good show. So hopefully everybody um, enjoys it. Um, I first, before I continue on with the show, I would like to thank uh, Chris Leon and Adrian Nieto for helping me um, do the uh, do our um, uh, can video games help your sex life uh, topic. Um, there is a part three that is coming on um, with my friend and his wife. Um, I'm sorry for the delay about that. We have uh, we kind of uh, had not an issue or anything but scheduling problems because of me working overnights for this holiday and him uh his wife having uh scheduling conflicts with work and everything um but we are going to come together and deliver the final part to it because i i believe it's a very interesting topic if you have not heard it um uh, do tune in um you can find optional opinion at the anomalous radio network.podbean.com or the anomalous anomalous radio network.net um you can also find optional opinion on soundcloud and i'll get more t- about that um but listen to the t- those uh those two episodes because they pretty much talk about um that they, they're talking uh about you know uh, things about video games that pe- people could probably use to help you know, um enhance the sex life and the like i uh said if you haven't know uh haven't heard about it um this theme is coming from three perspectives. So, uh, Chris Leon helped me do from a gay perspective, how we view it, um, in a gay, uh, couple or relationship. Um, Adrian Nieto and me, uh, viewed it through a heterosexual, uh, or straight for those, uh, viewpoint seeing, uh, uh, and also from a single viewpoint, viewpoint, uh, about it. And then, uh, with my friend, and his wife will be coming from a married couple and seeing how it in uh, if it enhances it, uh, if they ever used it, uh, or if people are using it, uh, giving an idea, just giving their opinion about it. So that one is really good. Um, also, still once once again, want to thank Anthony Cantu for the Vanquish episode and the bonus episode. I um, want to also thank. Uh, uh, Johnny Womack, uh, Adrian Nieto, and John O'Hagan um, for the Beauty of Video Games podcast um, for those episodes and bonus episodes. So thank you guys once again. Um, hopefully uh, with Kyle Deuce from Johnny and Deuce, uh, ha- uh, Happy Hover podcast with Johnny and Deuce, uh, hopefully I can have Deuce on 
uh, an episode so we could talk Grand Theft Auto 5. Um, hopefully that's coming next year. Um, we were able to record it, but I really hope to have him on because he's such an amazing guy. Uh, and I'll talk a little bit more about that because you have got to listen to these uh, two new episodes. Um, they're very, very good. Um, also wanted to thank Jonathan Eggert, um, this year for helping me talk about fallout, uh, religion and relationships and just in other topics, um, that weren't recorded. Um, but hopefully we get to talk about the art one coming next year. Also to my producer, uh, to boss man, Mr. Justin Villarreal. Thank you once again for this opportunity. Um, I'm doing these thank yous and stuff because, uh, I am going to get into the topic, but I kind of want to get them out the way, um, before, so I don't have to do all of this at the end of the show. Um, but I really want to thank him for helping me start optional opinion, well, for bringing optional opinion, um, to the anonymous radio network, um, uh, with his blessing, uh, and just being a guest on the show and helping me start out without him. Um, I wouldn't have a podcast. I would have had a video podcast cause I did it on Ustream if you could find it on there. Um, but I thank him for helping me, you know, fine tuning, uh, this, uh, this show, um, so that I could bring it to you guys. Uh, and I want to thank all my listeners and everyone who has complimented or, you know, has spread the word and talked about the show on their podcast. Um, thank you guys for everything that you guys do. I love your shows. I love the work that you put in. I love that you love the stuff that I love and geek out and nerd about, even with Star Wars, Fallout, and all the other stuff. Um, thank you guys once again. Thank you fans for those who are listening for allowing me to be in your ear and just giving an opinion, giving an option, trying to give a fair opinion and a fair option. So sorry if it feels like I am biased with with Nintendo and um, things of that nature. But I respect Sony. I respect Microsoft. I respect Nintendo. I respect the video game industry because, like I said, I, I'm a gamer at heart. I love playing video games. I'll play anything that I get a chance, and even to you PC players. Um, I get excited hearing how you guys love Steam and hearing about the games that you guys play on PC and those who are mobile and casual gamers. But let's get into the first topic that I want to talk about. Um, Hideo Kojima has made a, a struck a deal with Sony to work with them uh, to bring a game to their platform exclusively for PlayStation 4. Um, and if you have listened to last week's um, Xbox Unlock on IGN.com, and you've probably been hearing it for um, other things. Oh, before I get into, get into that, I'm sorry. Also to Corey and everybody at DNA, um, thank you for the DNA community. Uh, they've been talking about me too um, and doing some of my questions, but I'll talk about them later on. Just But I just wanted to give them a thanks too. Um, back to Hideo Kojima though, um, working with Sony. Um, if you listen to Xbox Unlock on IGN.com, this is kind of where I listen to them. Um, they talk about, you know, wondering if Microsoft ever went to go get a Hideo Kojima to work with them or why would Kojima decide to work with Sony? And a lot of people, yeah, I think Kojima, you said himself that Sony made him famous with the Metal Gear Solid games. Um, I know him for Snatcher and for Zone of the Enders and other things. Um, and the rocky relationship with Konami, 
Um, he's not on there anymore. Uh, his new pro- uh, new studio is Kojima Productions. Uh, not Kojima Productions. Um, wherever his produ- uh, yeah, Kojima Productions. I'm sorry. Um, I, I believe that, yeah that that's it, Kojima Productions. Um, he has started uh, working on. I guess um, going to be started working on a new project with for Sony. And I wonder, um, is he going to bring anything new to the table? Meaning that is he still going to work in the way that Metal Gear Solid was created? Or is he going to actually tap into another genre of games? And before I even, you know, give my opinion about that, I think for me personally that Kojima had no other options he's not going to work with Nintendo though he respects Miyamoto and things but I don't think he has the visions to bring his games to any of Nintendo's platforms he is expressive creative and he uh he likes graphics he's a power uh, powerhouse um so he needs something that's going to really push the envelope to get his idea of what a game should look like and represent and uh you know with nintendo they it could be about graphics but nintendo is more about gameplay and having fun than it is about graphics they could do an awesome job just look at bayonetta look at super mario um world uh super mario 3d world and some look at pikmin still um you know those games look beautiful um but they uh, go well with the gameplay. And I don't think Kojima realized that. Um, not saying that his gameplay mechanics are bad or anything. But I think he wants to tell a story that looks good. And I don't think that him teaming up with Sony um, was a bad idea. I think it's a great idea. It's definitely going to work. Um, it's really going to make both of them money um, because, you know, he has fans and stuff. But I don't think that, I don't think that's enough in my opinion. So I don't think uh, he's going to make anything a different genre. I think the game that he's going to bring out, whether it's VR or it's, um, you know, cross-play with the uh, Vita or if it's just like a straight PlayStation 4 game, I don't think he's going to bring anything that's going to uh, separate from Metal Gear Solid. I think he's going to have some similar ideas, and the formula is going to feel the same, but I don't think he, I don't think he's creative enough to get out the genre that he's known for. Now, that might sound harsh. That might sound like, well, you know, he can create something else, but I don't think Sony wants him to create anything else. And because of that, I think the game that he releases is going to look beautiful, but it's not going to really, uh, really define anything. You know, it's going to be a Kojima production game. So, you know, we're going to see the craziness and zaniness of it you know how it need, how it wants to be like a movie you know it, his games always feel like it's it wants to be something and then when it comes out um 
depending on how good or bad or you know how people view it is uh view the game i don't think it's going to be anything that's stellar that's going to be outstanding now take for example um quantic dreams they continue to make the same game kind of over and over um they want to tell a story and tap into different morals and their gameplay is the same um but if you look at Heavy Rain, I think Heavy Rain pushed the envelope in narration, the storytellers, and, you know, made it feel like a mystery. Kind of made it feel like a movie, you know, uh, maybe a B-rated movie if you want to, if you want to say that. Even Until Dawn feels like, kind of feels like a cheesy uh, horror movie. But I think with Quantum Dreams, uh, definitely with Detroit coming uh, hopefully soon, it looks beautiful. His game, this game looks beautiful, but you know, there's got to be a story that goes along with it. Um, and of course, with Quantum Dreams, it's not going to be any de- anything different. You know, button presses, quick time events, I should say, is going to be what makes that game. But I think the uh, if the music is right and the storytelling is really good like of course beyond two souls didn't really do well um and it had its problems i think heavy rain um you know it's kind of i think heavy rain is a starting point um and i think if kojima actually did a quick time event or actually went about telling a story that is memorable and that really affects the player um and that he that we that definitely for me i don't care if it's a powerhouse graph like graphically that it looks impressive i want to see him actually do something and make it meaningful make it something to get us talking about uh, because of course he's gonna have all the designs and you know we'll all be talking about well why is they do why are they doing this and you know giving some crazy example and stuff like that and i'm not trying to knock a gym or anything like that i think he's very talented he's one of the greats as a de- as a developer i think he's um like he's very creative he he does great work um and you know of course he can't bring a new version of snatcher over the playstation because konami owns that um but i don't know what genre that he could do besides stealth action you know i would love to see him actually try a a role-playing game and you could say well metal gear solid has role-playing game uh elements yeah but it's still a a stealth game i actually want to see him create something maybe like xenoblade chronicles x or you know just have him go into a genre that he's not familiar with but put his spin on it it would be actually exciting to see what he actually does with that definitely for me i that's what i want to see um i don't know if that's what sony wants to see because sony is paying for this um but it it would actually be exciting to see what happens. Um, it would be exciting to see uh, what he brings. Now, um, Konami announced that they're looking for team members uh, or to hire people for a new Metal Gear game. Now, if that is true, um, can we see something from both Konami and Hideo Kojima at E3? And if we do see something between those two i think people are going to respond more to kojima's game 
uh, Kojima than they will to Konami with the ne- this next Metal Gear. Now we don't know if the next Metal Gear is going to be console based or mobile mobile focused, um, but it, it will be interesting if we see anything for any between those two at E3 for 2016. Now I'm not saying it's going to be a complete win for uh, Sony uh, for E3. Um, but I think we'll probably get a trailer or we'll get some kind of announcement and we'll see what actually happens. I am, um, I, I don't have high hopes just yet until I actually see, um, the game in motion because of course it's going to be CG, which where it's a trailer. Sony mostly show trailers like that. They don't really show that much gameplay unless they got someone on stage. Or if they do do a trailer of gameplay, it's very short. Um, It's nothing like a Nintendo Direct when it comes to their conferences. So it's nothing that I'm really kind of hyped about or really excited about. I kind of want to see more with a curious state what are you going to bring to the table that's going to be separate from what you're known for um you can look at miyamoto and see that he helped with the legend of zelda um he did Unirasis. like he got his like he still has star fox um coming to the wii u next year you know miyamoto has diverse uh diversified his catalog like he created a lot of things he worked on a lot of games where i think with uh kojima he hasn't really worked in different areas now snatcher zone of the enders and metal gear solid are three series compared to um, Miyamoto probably doing about about five or six series and probably more. Uh, Pikmin, you know, who would have thought that he would work on? He would create something like Pikmin and it be successful. Um, and even though people might think differently, um, Pikmin is still a great game. You know, Pikmin three is wonderful. Uh, Pikmin two has got high praise um, with the way that they went about that game. You know, people are really liking it. So. Um, we shall actually see what happens at E3. I think Kojima could do anything. I think he could come in and make a rhythm-based game. Um, uh, if you look at, uh, I think Mizuguchi, who does Res, um, everybody really loved his demo at the, uh, well, journalist who, um, who had a scheduled appointment who was able to see it. You know, they say that's a really good thing for PlayStation R. Um, and so we know that Mizuguchi is good at rhythm games and even like puzzle rhythm games. Um, anything that has to do with music, that's uh, Mizuguchi. We know that. Could he do something else? I really don't know. And I, and maybe that might be a topic um, that I have to uh, explore that will... Are creators and developers able to diversify their themselves instead of sticking to one thing that they know? And is it good? Maybe it is. Maybe it's not. Uh, that's just something to actually talk about. Um, I think he'll probably bring something to VR or a, Sony might help have him include something for VR. That's going to be interesting because who knows what he's going to bring to the table. Um it, it it might be one of the coolest things uh besides the rest that's coming to playstation vr um but we really should see we should see i did kind of uh say on my twitter page that um i wonder will sony have him bring soul combat and if he does bring it back will it be 
good. Will Kojima be able to revive Sokka? Who knows? He probably can do it. I think he probably can do it. He has experience in that kind of style of games. Um, and maybe that might end up being like a Metal Gear's uh, familiar face. It might just be the SOCOM um, title, franchise. Who knows? So when we come back, I got a new thing that I want to introduce to you guys because it's going to really blow your mind. So I will be right back. So this next section that I want to talk about, um, just to let everybody know, I am a new owner of an Xbox One. Um, yeah, clap your hands. <laughs> I have joined the Xbox clan. Um, I do uh, plan on getting a PlayStation 4. Um, I am working on my Wii U games. So <laughs> please, people, hopefully um, everybody don't get it twisted or upset or anything like that. Um, I... I decided to get an Xbox One, and uh, a lot of people have, uh, a lot of people, and even my friends have known uh, my personal reasons on why I want to get one. Um, Games that I own for my Xbox One, it's a nice system. It's a really nice system. I have no problem with it. Um, Graphically, uh, even with the PlayStation 4, looking at it, um, they look good. I'm not wild wild by it um, or anything like that. Um, maybe I probably need to play Killer Instinct, and I want to see how that looks in motion. Uh, and I don't really have a lot of games for it, but I'm, I'm very impressed with it. Um, I do have some downsides, uh, some opinions about it, uh, but I want to actually throw out my gamer tag for those who have it. Um, my gamer tag is the lyrical one, so it's capital D. A, which is a small, uh, uh, small lowercase level A, uh, capital L, lowercase Y R I C A L, and then the number one. So the lyrical one. Um, that's my gamer tag. If you guys want to um, join me, uh, I haven't set, set up my Twitch thing yet up for Xbox One, um, but hopefully I will. Um, the, some of the games that I own, or the games that I do own, is not many. Um, but I do, um, 
I do own these games. Um, Richard Three, uh, Shadow of Mordor, which I got for my job for like nine dollars and ninety nine cents, so I'm not complaining. Uh, Rare Replay, Gears of War Ultimate, uh, Ori in the like I said, Ori in the Blind Forest, um, Rise of the Tomb Raider, uh, and that's just a starter for right now. Um, I bought the three-pack holiday bundle, which is uh, Ori, Gears, and Rare, um, the one terabyte. Um, got my 12-month live, uh, got that all set up. Uh, I bought a play charge kit, so once the batteries run out of my controller, which the controller is nice. It's way better than Xbox 360 controller and Xbox One. Um, I do give Microsoft the props for that. This controller is really nice and plays. Um, um, I'm able to use it better. Um, and it feels really good in my hand. I, I kind of want to say it's not the best controller. Trust me, Nintendo still makes the best controller. If you think I'm kidding, um, GamePad, uh, Wii, um, but whatever stands out, a lot of people say the Super Nintendo. Super Nintendo is still one of the best controllers, but the Game Controller is still my ultimate controller, still my favorite controller. Um. My down, the, my problem that I have with my Xbox One, and probably a lot, um, my, some of my friends uh, have also um, filled my pain about this. The installation of these games is too long, like really long. Like I, I was installing uh, Witcher Three, and I ended up falling asleep. And when I woke up, my system cut off. Like, I really had to wait almost 15 to 20 minutes for these games to install. That's a little bit too long. It's nothing like PlayStation 3 and probably PlayStation 4, where it almost takes up to 35 to a 40-minute installation process, downloading process. Wii U is di- completely different. Wii U might have, uh, m- might take long for some games, um, but it doesn't take it. I could probably download a Wii U game, um, whether it's Andy or a full title in probably about eight to 10 minutes. It really doesn't take that long. And some of the indie games are really short. Some of the virtual console games are really short, but the installation for these games are for for the xbox one i'm like wow i really want to know how sony playstation install base um not install base uh installation process is because i wonder if it does take still long if that's one of the problems and i understand that these games are like 40 gigabytes uh 35 gigabytes like there's a lot of memory but wow it should not it, it that's very bad and i'm not saying that um, I do like the point that they offer that it gets to a point where you can start and play the game. I think Sony does the same thing, but I'm just like, I'd rather just have everything installed and just, you know, play something else while it's installing. Um, and I've been actually doing that. So while the Witcher three has installed, I still got to install rare replay and try that game out. I still got to, uh, install shadow of Mordor, um, rise of the tomb Raider is really good. I I'm really digging, digging this game. Uh, good choice that they put it on Microsoft platform first besides before Sony. Um, not saying that it's that, you know, um, it's not a good deal or anything. Uh, but if you look at it, you know, with Kojima working with Sony, um, 
it's a good, you know, Square Enix kind of really made some money off of this game coming to Xbox One first before it came off to Sony. Because I, I can personally uh, think of Fallout 4. When, with, with Rise of the Tomb Raider actually, like, stood a chance on with Fallout 4 on PlayStation 4, I really don't think so. Um... I, I think that Sony needed something really big because uh, to be honest with you, um, even though Call of Duty 3 might have been successful, more people have been buying the Xbox One version of it than PlayStation 4. Um, the stats might be different, but, you know, I, I've, I've been selling out more, definitely at my job, I've been selling out more Xbox One Call of Duty 3, uh, Black Ops 3 than I have for PlayStation 4. Um, Rise of the Tomb Raider haven't moved much, but people who have the game have been enjoying it. Um, I really had to play Ori in the Blind Forest. I, like I said, it was the game that made me want to buy Xbox One, and I had the money to buy one. Um, thanks for the overtime uh, job. Um, and I I bought one. Set, actually, this is the funny story. It took me four days to set up the system because I was so tired from work. I didn't really set up my system up to. I brought it on a Friday, didn't set everything up to that Monday. Um, but I got everything going, and I'm, I'm enjoying the system. I'm not playing it as much, uh, and it's not because of the system, and it's not because of the games. Um, Xenoblade Chronicles X is taking up my time. That is such a good game, and I want to talk more about that, but I will get to that later. I'm kind of focusing more on uh, the Xbox One. Um, hopefully for Christmas, I get Sleeping Dogs, the definitive version, and I might get Tomb Raider, the first one. I own it for PS3, but I might get like the HD remake, uh, HD version of it, or the Xbox One version of it. Uh, uh, just to see how it is. I know it's really cheap, so um, there might be some sales going on. Uh, I'm thinking of Mad Max. Uh, to tr I want to try that out. I'm thinking of it. Um, I got Grand Theft Auto Five for PlayStation 3, so I definitely don't want it for Xbox One. I, I'm not looking forward to that game. Um, but um, I, I, since I own, already beat the game, you know, I'm fine playing it on PlayStation 3. It's just getting the experience of it, um, you know, doing, because there's some things that I miss at Grand Theft Auto 5 that I really want to just, uh, replay the game and, and do. Um, I'm thinking of DMC, the Devil May Cry, the finishes of, uh, version. I do want to probably, I might re-buy that, uh, even though it, I own it for PlayStation 3. I kind of want to play it like it's like a fast turbo version. Um, it looks very interesting. Um, uh, I might just wait for it to go down. If it doesn't go down, I'll probably catch, hopefully it's a digital sale and I can catch it. Um, uh, but for right now, uh, Sunset Overdrive, I am looking forward to, uh, purchasing. Um, I'm thinking of Dead Rising 3. I don't know yet. I, I'm still on the board for that. Um, I don't have Killer Instinct and I don't have Mortal Kombat X. Um, and, uh, Destiny the Tekken King, um, I, I'm, I'm thinking about it, but I'm not really motivated to get it just yet. I think I could wait for it, um. And uh, if there's other game recommendations people have, I will definitely like to 
um, hear them. But yeah, I I've joined the uh, not Xbox Nation or anything like that. But I am a glad um, a proud owner of an Xbox One. Um, I think this weekend, uh, my money is right. I will have a PlayStation Four. Um, and so I could try Bloodborne. A lot of people say that. Uh, and the problem with the with the PlayStation Four is that I don't think I'm going to play it as much uh, because. There's really not much on the system that I do want to play. Uh, Bloodborne is one of them that I do want to play. I want to see what the talk about that game is. Um, And I do want to play Infinite, uh, not not Infinite, Infamous Second Son. And I do want to play Killzone Shadowfall. Uh, those three games I do want to play, and Axiom Verge I want to play. Um, anything else on the system, I just don't know. Um, probably Persona 5 would be like the next game for that system. Um, Final Fantasy 15 um, is probably going to be a game that I buy on PlayStation uh, 4. Um, I, I, I kind of want to see what happens um, if it you know if it's a good game or not kingdom hearts 3 i'm definitely gonna buy for playstation 4 um but really that's pretty much it i I really don't have anything else that i want to get for the system um i probably will be buying more xbox one games than playstation 4 um you know like i kind of want to do the exclusive games that's belong to that one system because i'm already sold on nintendo when last month's nintendo direct um you can actually watch the video of the nintendo direct and hear my commentary it's really good (laughs) you know and uh it's just it was an amazing time to see that and all the great games that's going to be coming for the next couple of months like i'm already sold with wii u and 3ds up to the summer like Dragon Quest 7, Dragon Quest 8, um, uh, the Smash Direct that I'm actually going to be talking about in the next segment, um, the stuff for Smash, um, just, uh, you know, Star Fox looking good, just like uh, uh, Mario and Luigi Paper Jam, cannot wait for that for next year, oh, such an awesome game, Fire Emblem Fates, I'm probably going to end up buying all I know I'm definitely going to be picking up hopefully the physical copies of them uh and I'm, of course I'm going to be buying the uh the DLC uh the third pack cuz I kind of want to see what uh the game is all about and I, I I it looks so good and definitely when I talk about the smash uh direct I kind of want to focus on one character and uh, we, I don't know much about them. No, none of us in America know much about them. Japan does, but not here in America. We don't know yet. Um, and there'll probably be more Nintendo Directs coming uh, next year. But I want to get back into uh, Xbox One. Um, I really like the interface. I, 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 you know, I really don't do anything else on the system, but pretty much play games. Um, I want to see how the Twitch stream goes. Uh, I have, I have started with started Witcher Three today. Um, so when you listen to this episode, you know that I have started and it's really good problem that I have is that camera is crazy. It looks beautiful. It's a really good game. It looks like I'm going to have fun with it, but wow, that camera is sensitive. So I might have to try to adjust the camera, uh, camera aspects of it. Um, 
get some of the dodging and get some of the magic systems working. Um, you know, get all that timing and stuff. But I'm actually enjoying the game. I can't wait to start doing a lot of the quests and side quests and getting my character strong and seeing what I could unlock and stuff like that. Because Xenoblade Chronicles X, when they say that game is huge, it's huge. And I, I kind of want to talk about that a little bit on another show uh, once I get more into the game. Um, so, uh, I am a proud owner. Like I said, my gamer tag is the lyrical one. In case you want to hear that again, uh, it's capital D, uh, lowercase a, uh, capital L, uh, lowercase y, R I C A L, and the number one, the lyrical one. Uh, so that, that is my gamer tag. Hopefully, um, you guys will join me, uh, and we become friends. And, um, I don't have the uh connect uh like i said i didn't buy that separately or anything so i wonder if i could use just a usb camera um so once i do skype if i could do skype on my xbox one if it comes up if not of course i got skype over here on uh on my computer and my iTouch and and and, and things of that nature so i should be good to go because i do want to talk to other people and hopefully um we'll be able to play games and hopefully um i do want to stream i uh and i want to stream mostly um the learning stuff that i want to be talking at the end of this episode so i want to do stuff like that and i probably can do it with the xbox one so um i really cannot wait to get more into that um so for right now i'm going to go take a break and i will be right This next segment, uh, I know I talked about the Smash Direct, um, but I'm actually going to save that uh, for one more segment. Um, I kind of want to talk about the hit games versus the holiday games. Um, 2015 was uh, was an amazing year for games. And what I love actually about this year's games um, across all platforms, that there was just 
too much goodness to good games to play. Like you really can't say um, this system was the best because they got the best game. So this system was the best. I, I, across the board, there were great games on every platform and definitely with third party and with indie and with first party there's so many great just so much great content that it's nothing to really argue about and the reason why i'm telling the session the hit games versus the holiday games is that I believe in the spring, in the summer, like the first half of the year, we was just hit with just amazing, amazing content uh, across across the board. Um, Axiom, Verge, Ori in the Blind Forest, Bloodborne, Richard Three, Splatoon, um, just 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 great games all around some great indie games just come you know coming out um i i want to say undertale and downfall uh and downwell but that came out like uh kind of later uh later in this year um but yeah just there were just so many good games you know splatoon proved that it could be a uh that it don't have to the game doesn't have to be violent that is very addictive and people are still playing it just a whole bunch of content kept coming out coming out you know smash was getting definitely a lot of content uh, or in the blind forest it it lives up to it being beautiful and uh having great music it's challenging believe me it's very challenging uh but if you stick with it you'll get through with it uh bloodborne what it was worthy of purchase uh, a lot of people are saying that i'm like it's very challenging but it keeps you on your toes and it keeps you addicted um compared to here in the uh, uh, like after E3 and later on, we got great games like Metal Gear Solid Five, um, Destiny: The Taken King, uh, uh, let's see, Fallout Four, Xenoblade Chronicles X. Um, for some people, Amiibo Festival is you know Mario Smash Tennis. You know um, Mario Tennis, like they kind of sold well. Uh, I don't know what the final sales is going to be after the holiday, but, you know, uh, they kind of did well. They didn't review very well with a lot of people, um, but it, you know, it's it's so kind of weird. Uh, Fast Racing Neo, I still need to pick up. Um, that is on uh, a game that's just, it's beautiful. It's really fast. It looks really great. So a title that I really want to pick up. Um, of course, Fallout 4, like I said earlier, was like the big title, Call of Duty 3. Um, it, just across the board each month that just got great games. Um, Yokai Watch, um, Pokemon Mystery Dungeons, for those who like who like games like that. Chibi Robo may have did good. Um, I really don't know just yet. Um, but uh, Yoshi's Woolly World, oh, such a fantastic game really worth it just just worth the purchase like i said across the board for from for sony microsoft um rise of the tomb raider like i said in the last segment um i already said witcher 3 um brothers two tales uh coming to different systems uh, coming to physical uh shovel knight coming physical copy two systems uh for those who missed out on the wii u uh 3ds 
and uh, uh, PC version, you know, just a, like I said, just a lot of great games. So really, uh, a lot of the best games uh, for uh, Game of the Year kind of came out in uh, earlier this year. Uh, for me, um, I can actually say um, that it, it, it's very hard to see what is game of the year i know what genre of the game one game of the year and that's role-playing games we regardless of we got probably four of the top role-playing games to go against each other and you could pretty much argue which is greater um and which is uh which is just like the absolute game for that particular person um but the role-playing game genre rpgs whether it's western or jrpg um was just phenomenal like everything stood out we didn't get the legend of zelda uh with you and we didn't get persona 5 both of them been delayed to 2016 but that means we got four four to six rpgs i want to say um you know uh uh, Final Fantasy 15, if that comes out on time, uh, Kingdom Hearts 3, if that comes out in 2016, um, The Legend of Zelda Wii U, uh, Persona 5, Dragon Quest 7, Dragon Quest 8 coming out in the uh, summer. Like, we got a lot of, we got some of the top RPGs coming out next year across all platforms. So, you are going to have great content if you're a big RGB fan still. I know people are still playing The Witcher 3 and, you know, just all the side quests and uh, just a lot in that game. Um, the Holly Games, though. I I've, I kind of feel bad because they're few to consider. Um, I like I I keep mentioning uh, Fallout Four, Call of Duty, Destiny, Tekken King, uh, Yokai Watch, Witcher Three, um, Pokemon Mystery Dungeon, um, Fast Racing Neo. Um, there's probably more Undertale, um, uh, Downwell. You know, being great PC games. Uh, Her Story. Um, coming out, I, her story I think came out like in the fall. Um, Metal Gear Solid Five, Mad Max. Um, you, you you have a lot of great games to consider for the end of this year, but not too many stand out. Definitely for me, Xenoblade Chronicles X is just it stands out. Like it's taking my game of the year. It it it. it like I, I love Witcher Three. I love Rise of the Tomb Raider. I, I just love. I really want to play Yakuza Five. I'm I'm downloading that. I'm gonna be purchasing it that soon. Um, but Xenoblade Chronicles X is just mind blowing good. Not only does it look gorgeous and plays great, but there are minimal tasks. There are some things confusing things. But I'm just like seeing this game run on the Wii U. It's just. It's just amazing. I was. It made me stop take pictures, and I haven't posted them yet. But I was so hyped for this game that I literally, of course, I downloaded the packs um, uh, early in advance. Uh, but I was the first person at my job buying the game. Like I had to have it the moment that we were able to sell games. The, the once the store opens. Um, uh, the question that I have is, is that does Fallout 4 is in the Black Chronicles X, Call of Duty, uh, Black Ops 3 hold better than Bloodborne, Witcher 3 and Splatoon? Um, I, I don't think so. 
I, I think Bloodborne, Witcher 3, and Splatoon stands out against those three. Um, even though I give Xenoblade Chronicles high praise, uh, I think everybody is still playing those three games than they are playing. I mean, some people are playing Fallout 4. Some people are playing Xenoblade Chronicles X. And some people are playing Call of Duty um, 3. Um, but I think Bloodborne, Witcher 3, and Splatoon is still getting the talks and everybody's playing that. Destiny, Taken King, that one is kind of uh, iffy, depending on if you've been hooked on Destiny when it first came out. I know there's some people who just gave up on it. Um, I don't know who's still playing Star Wars Battlefront. Um, they say that one is good, but they say everything is hidden, about, hidden from uh, Season Pass. Assassin's Creed Syndicate, they say that it's good, but like that kind of came and went no one's really really talking about that um the one question though that's like very disappointing um uh and depending on how you see about it does batman arkham knight deserve a spot of being a hit game or even on any list um and the reason why i say on any on any list like does it get you know it rated high um but does it get uh like does it appear on the list of worst games of 2015 uh does it uh get mediocre game of 2015 like like was it screwed over with the pc version being a mess and with the season pass being ridiculously short but charging you for 40 dollars like it very underwhelming um like where do you place batman arkham knight I can't really say because I haven't got the game yet. Um, I probably am going to wait for it to go down though or wait for a game in a year edition because I, I personally for me just don't see the purpose of buying that game right now. Like with Batman fighting tanks and you know combat being good and stuff but I just don't feel like the game lives up to what it really should have been. I mean that's my opinion. Um but I will say the hit games of earlier this year of the first six months really outdoes the holiday games. Um, just, uh, you know, and it depends on who you talk to and what people in different communities are talking about. So definitely for me personally, um, for me definitely Nintendo games are always, always going to stand out but I think for for all platforms regardless what you own you know whatever you own it's the 3DS Vita PC uh, mobile PlayStation uh, Xbox uh, Wii U uh, 3DS I'm like whatever you own there's a lot of great games throughout this whole year that you really could play that you could find that you could discuss and really enjoy um hopefully we see new i new, more new ips um i do want to uh play codename steam i do want to get that and i want to try that um master hunter 4 was successful really I, i'm glad master hunter 4 was very successful uh among uh it being released with the new 3ds and of course majora's mass is going to be successful but it, it was really good to see that um a lot of people love monster hunter 4 like people who would never play the game ended up buying it and really enjoying it and it's great that capcom is still releasing content for it so before i get on to the next section i'm going to take a one more break and we're going to talk about the smash direct and i will be right
And I am back. Um, so, um, last week, uh, December 15th, um, they show a new direct that was dedicated completely to Smash. And it was really good. Um, uh, Sakurai, you know, he mentioned that uh, they started this DLC after the whole game was completed. Um, and, you know, they he thanked the team for all the hard work and all the people who voted and all the players who purchased the game for Wii U and 3DS. And, and you know, they're taking a break right now. Uh, well, not fully right now. There's still uh, more stuff that they got to do. Um, but they did introduce uh, two uh, two new characters. Uh, if you watched the last Nintendo Direct, they announced Cloud. Um, but they went into more detail with Cloud. And probably, pretty much they went into more detail with all of the characters that they're going uh, that that's coming out. Um, the, these are the last three um downloadable characters so they got 58 characters all together um and i think this is kind of one of the best smash games to date like they really out nintendo and neko bandai really outdone themselves so kudos to them kudos to sakurai his team and uh, to neko bandai um to capcom to sega and to platinum games and uh um, not intelligent systems because I, I they don't do the fire emblems or intelligent. Another team does fire emblem. If it is intelligent systems, uh, shout outs to them too. Um, I should have did my research. Um, but sorry about that. Um, what they did introduce, uh, they went into more detail with Cloud, and he's available now for uh, that you could buy. Uh, you could buy him, and you could buy a stage. Uh, or you could buy uh, both together for a discount for Wii U and 3DS. Um, they show Corrin, who is from Final, F- uh, not Final Fantasy, um, Fire Emblem Fates, a game that haven't came out in uh, in America yet. And they showed that you could not only play a guy version of him, that you could play a female version. His sword looks sickening. I love his weapon. I love how he fights, um, that he could transform just like, like really they did a great job. Like I really cannot wait for final, uh, not final fantasy, uh, fire emblem face to come out and see, uh, and use him in the game. Um, they, I know a lot of people complain. There's a lot too many sword fighters and, you know, they got to hold this big cast of, uh, fire emblem characters in it, but I love that. I re- I really do love that. And they also announced the most voted character, um, that people voted for and Bayonetta is coming to smash Wii U and smash 3DS. So it was good to see her transforms her to see her moves and everything. She's very powerful um they're going to be releasing corin and bayonetta sometime uh next year so they are doing amiibos actually for cloud um bayonetta and corin uh and some other things they also got costumes coming and stuff out um so i i feel like to me personally i if you look at the whole total package it's 60 dollars plus so it's probably a hundred um well, I want to say maybe $80. No, I want to say probably $100 worth of content that's in that game. So, you know, stages, me fighter costumes, um, 
and uh, extra characters and stuff. Um, they also re- released a QR code, so you could go to uh, I think the Smash or you go to Nintendo's website, and uh, if you want to uh, get those kind of costume looks and for your character. Uh, for your me character, you could use a QR code and get it, which I think that's really cool. Um, I think out of all the DLC characters, um, or in all the characters in general, um, it's really hard to say, but I think, you know, Ryu was a good choice. Um, Bayonetta was unexpected. Um, I think Cloud pretty much stole the show. I think when they showed Cloud, I think everybody like literally lost their mind. Made the Mega Man reveal was really good. Trust me, that was really good. And people still laugh at the Me Fighter one. Um, but you know, the Me Fighter one is just like everybody loves the Me Fighter. She's really good, and the people love their amiibo and stuff like that. So I mean, there's 58 amiibo. Um. And that's that's a that's a lot of money, but that's really good. I I really love that. Um, my friend Adrian, I love him. You know, he's my heart. Just he's just such an awesome and amazing guy. Uh, I'm sorry, but I don't think Shovel Knight will work in this uh, in this game. He might work in the next one, but I don't think he will work in uh, in a Smash. I don't think Shovel Knight has enough abilities fighting wise. Um, because he is 8-bit, and I think if they do, like, a 16-bit a style for Shovel Knight, um, I think he could do, they could do more. They could actually extend it. Now, I think Shovel Knight, well, not, Shovel Knight can't be a, be the, uh, brawler. It cannot be the beat up because if you think about it, you're gonna think of, um, uh, the one game, uh, by the people who made Humana, uh, Huminate, uh, Alien Huminate, um, uh, Castle Crashers. That's it. You know, you would get that feeling that Castle Crashers is uh being invaded by Shovel Knight. Um, I, I and I just don't think there. I think Yacht Club Games probably couldn't dedicate time to uh putting him in Smash with Nintendo and Knuckle Bandai. So you know, I hopefully we see him uh next year and not next year and the next smash um i just don't think he have the attacks i don't think he is viable or I'm not saying that he's not good enough he's a great character but i don't think he's viable to um to do much uh of course you have your shovel and stuff um but i don't think he's like like what else can shovel knight do with his attacks i mean you know, I think you have to look at it as a fighting chance. I think with sword characters and like even with Bayonetta, you could do more because Bayonetta is a brawler. Then she learns new moves. She updates herself. Um, you can make her stronger. I think with Shuffle Knight, you just got a basic attack and you could add more power ups, but you can't really add that much. I'm like, you get to the a certain limit. Um, once you buy everything, that's pretty much it. And then you just change really, uh, armor, you know, you, so that there's really not much that you could do. They would have to kind of add, I think, or create more moves for Shovel Knight. Uh, and I just don't think that it would work. Now, I, like I said, if he gets a sequel and they give him more moves, I think Nintendo could roll with it, uh, for the next smash. Um, my last question, though, 
for smashes will capcom square and more come back for the next smash i think so i think with capcom definitely with ryu like he has they have to make a comeback with them because capcom really made a lot of money and i think square enix probably made a lot of money off of uh off of uh off of uh cloud um, Platinum probably gonna make a lot of money off of Bayonetta, uh, cause, uh, if Bayonetta 3 comes to the index or it stays on the Nintendo platform, I think it's going to be a good partnership. Like, Platinum having, getting in bed with Nintendo and having, you know, a sleepover with Microsoft, like, and just being used a lot, like, it was the year of Platinum, like, I think Bayonetta kind of, Bayonetta 2 kind of started them off on the right path. Um, and Nelco Benai even did a great job with working with Nintendo. Like, I think the companies that made that work with Nintendo, I think they really made money with the content and the games that they released on the system. I would love to see Bayonetta 2, you know, more. I would love people to really play it and really pick up that game. Like, if they did a digital sell on it, that's a game that I completely recommend. It's still my 2 for. 2014 game of the year it's still amazing to go back i'm glad that uh my group the nvc video game book club had chosen that game to play and we just had a good discussion i'll talk about that at the end of the show but it's it's really worth the purchase so i'm i'm really happy um with what we got with smash i, I really am i cannot wait to see more content come to smash um uh, for the next match and just see what they do and plus eight player battle is still amazingly fun i can hopefully they continue with that and hopefully with the nx it's just it continues to get better like it really wows us um so ooh, i'm sorry about that so before i go i have one more section and then um some announcements and then i will be out so i will be right And I am back. So this last section that I kind of want to uh, touch on, this is just a few announcements. Um, 
thank you guys once again um for a great 2015 um hope everybody have a happy new year um i am uh going to be busy for a, li- a little bit trying to get skyward sword done and try to play some games so definitely for the week of new year's eve there won't be a show um but hopefully uh the following week uh when life returns back to normal um i could deliver a new show to you guys and bring it more back on a regular basis um i'm planning for 2016 to write more features and do more special episodes on different topics um i really enjoyed the beauty of video games i'm enjoying this can video games have your sex life i enjoyed the bonus episodes talking to different people and expanding different opinions and different options um not just video game related i mean it can have the feel of video games that's because all because this is a video game podcast but it would be it would be good to explore more and you know hear people's stories and hear their connections and hear their thoughts and stuff there's no right or wrong answer um like i said i love everybody i love the fact that people are gaming and i and like i always say love what you love to do if you love games if you love different platforms and stuff like that even board games i kind of want to talk have a board game discussion um and talk about memories and stuff on why board games kind of helped us into making um these decisions to play more video games and be interactive or joining a club that does a lot of board games and trying stuff like that um i really like i said i want to write more features so i kind of want to do more um optional opinion blogs on ign um i do have the moment going on um i am finishing some stuff up with that and um i want to post that out um and you can find that at the uh i'll give you more information about that at the uh closer to the end um I want to stream later on this year um, to teach. I want to teach on different things about games, like fighting games, RPGs, but different, like learning why these things in a game works and doesn't work. Um, And I, like I said, I want to do it on my Wii U for a lot of old games, new games. Uh, I want to do for PlayStation 4, PlayStation 3, like, like, like show different series and why, um there are complaints about some games but also teach should be like you can overcome these things if you learn on how to use this mechanic so i really want to do that more into 2016 so that's coming um um the moment uh, i spoke just a few minutes uh just a few seconds ago um you can find that on skirmishfrogs.com s-k-r-i-m-i-s-h-f-r-o-g-s one word dot com um you can find my series the moment where i'm talking about like particular moments in my life um that's related to a particular video game so i'll talk about buying a game or an actual moment in the game that i'm playing um i i do got some content up with black belt um uh arrow flash that which some people got confused because they thought that arrow flash was the tv show um arrow with the flash being a special guest no it's a game by renovation that's for the sake of genesis i tell a story about that i'm talking about ninja Gaiden. it's just some other game black belt for the sake of master system um and i got another one a few more coming um you can check that every wednesday i kind of falling back behind due to work 
Um, but I will have something up there uh, probably later on this week. If not this week, next Wednesday it will be up. And then you can check after um, every Wednesday um, when I post it, I'll let you guys know. You can on my Twitter or my Facebook page um, about that uh, when it's live. Um, and you guys can go read it uh, and read other content on skirmishforce.com. Um, really good content from a lot of editors, a lot of writers. Um, and I really can't wait to hear your opinions and thoughts if you read it and you can relate to it. Really, just a really great time of retro gaming with a lot of other people. Uh, last but not least, I want to pay my respects to a great friend of mine. Um, a couple of weeks ago, he did pass away um, due to health complications. Uh, I really don't know the full details, but my great friend Josh Jones in Texas, my heart goes out to his family who's going through this difficult time of losing him. I actually found out the news from my, from our other friend, um, Eric, uh, for gaming worldwide. Uh, you know, Josh was also part of gaming worldwide and he was actually my first guest besides Justin Villarreal, but he was my actually first guest on optional opinion that talked about gaming worldwide. Um, and talking about, uh, the things that he did and you know he was all about the community and doing good things and raising money and stuff uh, and i'm glad that i was able to um make his one of his birthday this year um his last birthday make it one of the best birthdays he had uh he just a, a particular uh pure uh, potato chips that he likes um uh, that he only could get in pennsylvania and you know that was one of his uh like birthday wish so i um worked with them getting this address and i ordered uh ordered the chips and i was just like i can't tell you what it is when you get them in you shall see i kind of asked them a little bit but i didn't know uh what he would think about it but i got him a good uh bag of chips and he took video and he showed me he's he was a great cook a great gamer uh just a, a great dad um, loved the fact that he loved his wife and he loved his kid and he really had a heart of gold. Um, and he accomplished so much. And I, I, I love talking to him on Skype and message him on Facebook and stuff. And I think I talked to him, like I messaged him before he actually got sick and, you know, and passed away. Um, but I, like I said, I, um, and I got to find the episode that he was on, uh, so I could post it. Um, it's kind of rough because that was kind of my first guest doing Skype and kind of figuring things out and still getting used to podcasting and stuff. Um, but I'm happy to, I was so happy to have him as a friend. He did so much for the community and, and regardless of people, you know, didn't know him or not, you know, when you lose a friend that you really care about, whether you met them or not, but if you connect on some things in which, and just like, wow, like really cool and really down to earth, you really just, you know, it, it doesn't hit you hard because you're not physically there. And like I said, I never got a chance to meet him, but I did get to talk to him on Skype, you know, picture to picture, face to face. Um, but I'm like, when there's people in your life that really mean something, I'm like, to lose them, like, unexpectedly is really hard um but i re like i said i want to pay my respects to him and i'm not going to do any like a silent prayer or anything like that but um i uh i do miss you josh um i know 
uh, I thank you for everything that you did, everything that you contribute. Thank you for being a guest on Optional Opinion. Um, uh, it's not the it's not the wine of sadness where I went out to go drink and stuff. The wine of sadness was felt around the world, but Josh really did mean a lot to me and to other people in our community and our friend circle. Um, so. Uh, thank you for everything thank you guys for listening to this podcast i want everyone to have a wonderful christmas uh and a wonderful new year and uh before i continue and uh end the show and play this last great song i kind of told my friend what the song was going to be and he kind of got a happy which i thought was cool um there's other podcasts that you know i want you guys to hear and really follow and check out um the first one is the other podcast that I'm on that I guess on or or co-host on <laughs> I like when my boss said um the deluded geeks podcast on the anomalous radio network.net um you can hear that on Podbean um we still got our our alpha our beta episode episode zero um where we have a good discussion about Fallout 4 and you know everybody gets on me and stuff but that is up and live do listen to that and you're gonna get more information about that but listen to our podcast hopefully we get the latest one up where I actually co-host and we ran like an hour and a half because I had some other things to do um but hopefully you guys check out check that out and follow us on Twitter um this next one they have a lot, but they're so amazing. I talked to talked about them at the earlier, um, earlier uh, hour uh, at the beginning of the show. But the Happy Hour with Johnny and Deuce, uh, you can subscribe to them on SoundCloud, iTunes, and Stitcher. Give them uh, if you subscribe to them on iTunes and uh, Stitcher, and you like their like what they do. Give them five star ratings. Give them feedback. They're very, very good. You could actually email them at, uh, and I'll talk about that later. Um, you can follow them on Facebook at the Happy Hour Podcast Show. Um, on Twitter, you can follow them at HH Podcast Show. Um, you can hashtag them on your social media with hashtag Happy Hour Podcast, hashtag HH Podcast Show, and ha- hashtag Deuce is on the loose. I can't do them as good as them, uh, but uh, you know when they do it like that, it's it's very good. Uh, you can also sc- subscribe to them on YouTube at Happy Hour with johnny and deuce and on twitch tv as happy hour podcast um if you own of your uh playstation member uh psn you can find deuce at the 30 deuce um capital t h e capital d i r t y capital d u c e uh and you can follow johnny at mr underscore macro uh m a c k w o and you can follow them um at tumblr at happy hour podcast show dot tumblr dot com um you can email them hh podcast at gmail.com give them feedback after hearing some of their shows they're very great i must warn you though these last two episodes are amazing uh uh, they rec- uh, they um, post their shows Tuesday and Friday. Uh, I think because of the holiday, they did it uh, Monday and Wednesday this week. Um, 
uh Johnny talks about his adventure of getting a a vasectomy which is very interesting it's interesting because it's educational it's very learning you'll laugh at some of this stuff but it's very educational uh just really exciting to listen to and Deuce uh talks about his trip to DC these are two of the latest episodes but these guys they cover movies um tv wrestling um local events comics they they cover a whole lot and it's really worth listening to and they're going to be doing more in the near future so look out for them give them a listen give them thumbs up um i did email them some of my feedback i just think those guys are amazing and i like i said i had johnny on uh an episode where we talked about sony um and i also did a bonus episode where we talked about video games to music scores and i really want to get have them back on to talk about film and stuff because i really want to have a discussion about star wars with them and and with also with Anthony Katsu and uh, and talk about the Star Wars The Force Awakens it should be really good uh, so hopefully Johnny that you come back on my show Deuce I want you on the show for Grand Theft Auto or you could join in the Star Wars I want to have both of you guys on the show it should be really good uh, the next podcast Simon's Cake Podcast um, very great show you can find them at simonscake.wordpress.com just subscribe to them on iTunes and you can follow them on Facebook uh, Simon's Cake Simon's Cake Gang and on Twitter at Simon's Cakes. Um, that's capital S I M O N S, capital C A K E for Twitter uh, uh, for the Twitter. Um, and you can follow them on Instagram at Simon Cake Games and YouTube at Simon's Cake. Um, they released a, a episode um, for Rise of the Tomb Raider. So if you haven't played played the game, um, play it, beat it, and then listen to it to their thoughts. Really good. Um, I haven't heard it yet. I I talked to one of their members, George. Um, uh, we had a discussion. Um, we are uh, had a discussion, but I I told him I'm like uh, I haven't listened to it because I got the game, but I can't wait to listen to it. Um, there, the, uh, they talk about video games and they're so cool, very down to earth. Um, so listen to some of their past episodes, and if you are not, or if you don't plan on getting a rise of Tomb Raider, but still want to hear their thoughts, there's that's their latest episode. Um, the Digital Nerd Advocates Network, the DNA community page on Facebook. Facebook um uh with Corey um and his and his crew um they really wanted uh just like talk about video games and help promote other people in in the community they have a podcast that you can also subscribe on iTunes and watch on YouTube um they have a DNA strand um where they talk about destiny um they also uh, got some new podcasts coming up talking about tv and movies and uh just a whole bunch of media stuff they're making major moves you can actually see them uh uh and um if you uh follow if you friend them on facebook um you guys could ask uh, ask some questions um they're very just awesome like Corey is such an amazing down to earth guy i um and his and his crew just everybody there are very professional they work very well um uh i, I 
I, I just think they're awesome. I, I can't say anymore. Um, they're just completely awesome. So check them out, the DNA uh, Network on Facebook and on uh, Digital Nerds Advocates uh, Network. Uh, I believe then uh, you can find that also .com, like their, uh, their website. And like I said, check them out on YouTube. Just really, really good. Um, if you're into Destiny, they know their stuff about Destiny. They know their stuff about TV, movies, comics. Um, just just all around good um the nvc video game book club nintendo voice chat video game book club um we are a community that are that is playing old nintendo games that we miss and we end up have we play for a month um for 30 days and then we end up having discussions um uh adrian uh, Johnny, John, and Anthony, they're the administrators of that group. They're all amazing. People are joining in, and uh, we have um, 10 episodes uh, where we talk about different uh, Nintendo games. We have rankings. We talk about the good, the bad. Uh, I've highly been on like seven or eight, ep- seven, seven or eight episodes. Um we have played, and you could go back and watch our discussions. And or if you're interested, we have played um, Super of, uh, Super Metroid, The Legend of Zelda: A Link to the Past, um, Bayonetta 2, uh, Shovel Knight, uh, Fire Emblem Awakening, Super Mario Galaxy, um, uh, Box Boy, Castlevania Symphony of the Night, Earthbound. Uh, and sh- uh, I said Shovel Knight and Shovel Knight. Uh, we we played those ten games, uh, and we we there's all the, uh, discussions. Um, they also did do fresh talk, um, where you know kind of give a process of where everybody's at, or the, where the administrators are at, and they we also did a dedication to Iwata and just talk about video. Um, not not me. Uh, only did uh, two fresh talks. So I did one for the Nintendo Direct and about Iwata. Um, but it's it's just been all around good. Uh, so join us on Facebook. Um, uh, watch some of us on you. Watch our discussions on YouTube. NVC Video Game Book Club. You can check that out. Even in Fresh Talk, you can check that out. Um, and just interact with us. Um, we're a great community, friendly. Um, you know. And it's not about how quick you can beat the game or, you know, spoiling the game. It's about the experience and, you know, probably helping people who need help um, and just making new friends and talking and talking about it. Uh, so that is my shout outs uh, to everybody. Like I said, once again, have a great Christmas. Have a great Kwanzaa. Um, I will see everybody in 2016. Um, once again, thank you to all the podcasters. Deluded Gates, Happy Hour with Johnny and Deuce, Simon's Cake, Digital Nurse Advocates Network, um, the NVC Video Game Book Club. Um, I I've been checking out Cooper Club, uh, GameBooie.com, uh, Xbox uh, Unlock, uh, Beyond, uh, Nintendo Voice Chat on I like IGN and just other different podcasts. You know I've been listening to them. How did this get made? You know that's a movie comedy podcast. But once again, thank you everybody for listening to Optional Opinion. Um, hopefully I can give you guys a bonus episode before the end of the year. Um, and I kind of do want to do a Game of the Year awards. Um, and just talk about um what I award a lot of these games. Um. 
but that is my time um before i go i am sorry <laughs> i uh, uh i i kind of want to give a list about the music that I, that i play on this episode uh so my theme uh opening theme was by new Jabez called horizon that's n-u-j-a-b-e-s if you need his name um horizon is the uh is the title um uh, now, second, uh, my first music break song is from World Heroes. It's the dragon theme. Um, the second music break is from Life Force from the NES. Um, it was stage five, uh, Temple Stage. Um, this next song, uh, my music break uh, three, was Dungeon Explorer for the Turbo Graphics, uh, Retonics Dungeon. Um, my fourth song is from Star Wars Knights of the Old Republic called Manon. That's from Auto City. Um, and this last track going out is uh, called Good Friends, Bad Friends by Earthbound. So once again, everybody have a great week and have a good Christmas. Um, game. Enjoy the games that you play. I'm about to go probably play Xenoblade Chronicles and then a little bit Xbox. And then get some sleep because I got to work overnight. Um, the last day of overnight, yes. Um, but uh, you guys have a great weekend. Um, have a great time with your Christmas gifts. Like I said, listen to those podcasts, The Deluded Geeks, Happy Hour with Johnny and Deuce, uh, Simon's Cake, Envy Video Game Book Club, DNA uh, Advocates, uh, D- well, DNA Community. Give them guys a listen uh, and check them out. Check everybody's YouTube page. Um, uh, let me, I forgot. Okay. I can't, completely forgot my own show. Um, you can find Optional Opinion on SoundCloud and on Podbean. Um, you can, uh, friend me on Facebook under Edward Varnell, E-D-W-A-R-D, V as in Victor, A-R-N-E-L-L. You can email the show at myop2comment at yahoo.com. That's N-Y-O-P, the number two, C-O-M-M-E-N-T. Um, I want to give, throw out my, uh, my, uh, you guys can friend me on Wii U optional opinion that's all one word in capitals um my psn is okamical o-k-a-m-i-c-a-l and the story behind that is because i like being comedic uh you know i'm very comical but i also like okami so i kind of mix those two together so uh, uh, uh okami kami uh like comical you know it's, it's, it's a play on words um Sorry about that. And also with Xbox Live, um, the Liverpool one, capital D, uh, lowercase a, capital L, uh, lowercase y, r i c a l one. Um, hopefully I will be on t- uh Twitch uh, TV, so I will give more information about that. And you can follow me on Twitter at that retrocode t h a t r e t r o c o d e so that's all that's all for me <laughs> hopefully i promoted everybody and got everything out so this that's it um like i said once again have a great christmas have a great kwanzaa have a great new year's uh, if i don't see you guys or you know if you don't get a show i'm gonna do my best to give a show like i said so we're going to hear good friends bad friends from earthbound and i am out. Peace.